Welcome to the Forensic Cop Podcast. Spurs 2, Liverpool 2. I'm actually happy with the point. I was happy with the point going into the game, and at the end of the game, yeah, I'm happy with the point. Well, I mean, the the cynic and angry uh, fan in me is going to say we were up against 12 men the whole game because um, that ref was clearly not on our side. Um, and Klopp seemed to have some choice words for him. But I guess here's here's the thing. Were we hard done by the calls? Yeah, and lots of people have talked about them. But I guess if we're going to be honest with ourselves, we went in with a midfield of Keita, Morton, and Milner. So I kind of look at it and I'm like, really? I mean, if we can get a point with those guys, okay. Like, if it was if it was a fab, you know, if it was the the Fabinho, uh, uh, Tiago, I might feel differently, but with this crummy midfield, I'm actually kind of okay with it. Yeah. I mean, even, even before seeing the lineup, like I said, I, I just had a feeling that this was the kind of game that Spurs would end up winning, you know, and this is the kind of game that Harry Kane would just all of a sudden start scoring again. And um, with everything that's been happening with COVID, not having Van Dyke and everything being up in the air, I I just wanted to make sure that we didn't, if this is the last game for a while, I just wanted to make sure we didn't lose it. Going well, we tried. Whatever break. Yeah, no, we certainly did. Every, everybody tried. Um, yeah. I mean, so, you know, I, I always go to the numbers and expected goals, um, expected goals were actually in favor of Tottenham. They were over two and we were at one and a half. So, um, and I can understand they had the better chances that they just didn't put away. Um, that being said, I honestly don't know how to feel about, about Allison. He clearly screwed up on that second goal. I mean, I don't know what he was thinking, but that, but before that, I mean, he single-handedly saved two or three that absolutely should have gone in. So do you count it as a good performance? I actually don't know what to think. Yeah, this at this point, I think we talked about it a couple podcasts ago. Um, at this point, I've just come to accept that that is part of his game, that he will be sloppy at least once. Not every game, but there will always be a moment like that that, that happens. And it typically... I think the only game that we lost because of his mistake was Man City. And, well, two, and then Leicester City last season. Otherwise, usually the team is able to bail him out. And um, I think we just have to accept that from him. Maybe he's too he's too, too in the zone in the games, and then he just switches off for a, a brief moment. Or perhaps the so the surface was was a little bit wet and and um the way he plays he 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 does take risks the way he plays and eventually he'll get caught out so i'm kind of okay with it yeah i mean it wasn't it wasn't great i was uh you know what the thing is i think people are super disappointed because this game could have very easily been won it could have been won if kane had been rightfully sent off it could have been won if um jota had gotten the penalty shot it could have been one if Allison hadn't, you know, made such a mess on that second goal. Um, we just had so many chances to win it. But that being said, I mean, honestly, in chances created, I really did think that Tottenham did better. They 
not that they played better, but I think they came up against a weakened team. Like I'm going to, I'm going to single out the midfield and I'm going to tell you as an example, I'm looking here. Um, Morton had 32 touches the whole game compared to, so I'm, I'm throwing out the Newcastle game cause that was weird, but like, let's look at Aston Villa, which they were a competitive team. We barely won. You could make the argument we shouldn't have won. Fine. Um, Fab had 64 touches. So Morton basically had half the pass, half the touches and a lower completion rate. And then you look at Milner and Keita. Keita had 80% accuracy on passes and Milner had 78%. Like that's just not going to cut it. We were giving the ball away all over the field. Um, I don't know. Milner was short on like every pass that I can remember. And Keita didn't cover himself with glory either. Yeah, I mean, the thing about Trevor Morton, that's that's a management um, issue, right? Because obviously the players don't fully trust him or want to give him too much responsibility on the ball, maybe to protect him. So he's not being given the opportunity to have as many touches as, as Fab or Thiago or anyone else. Um, the fact that he's playing tells us that we really do need to think seriously about reinforcing our midfield whether we get one player who can cover the seven, eight, and six position, or we we have a dedicated backup for a Fabinho. It's just so weird. We decided, and I don't understand why, to go get a dedicated backup for Robertson, a guy who literally plays no other position, but then we don't have a dedicated backup for Fab, who arguably is more important. I wonder if it's because Hendo can he, do it. Actually, I, I totally forgot about him, but it wasn't even that. It was more either because of financial reasons or Klopp's loyalty. They just don't want to bring in a midfielder without letting one go, right? And they either weren't able to sell any midfielders or they didn't attempt to. But we, we are overloaded in that area with midfielders that aren't really pushing for first place position and are always and or are, are always injured. Yeah, I mean, you know, the the game being as disappointing as it is is one thing. I'm and I know this is early in the season, but I'm kind of at the point where if they don't call off the season, not off the season, but if they don't call a break, then we just don't have the the number of players to make it through a covid uh, uh, like a covid season. With guys missing all the time, we, we don't have the depth of squad. You're going to see Man City pull away because they've got hundreds of players in their squad. You're going to see Chelsea probably start doing a bit better because they've got tons of players. But we just don't have the players, and I think we saw it today. I mean, the Whoa. the through balls for for Tottenham were a joke. Like, uh, how do we not get in the way? How do we not stop them? How do we not press the ball? Like, that was it was a poor performance in the midfield. Yeah, but like you said, I mean, I didn't really expect much more from that midfield three, right? Milner's 36, the 35, 36. Keita is still trying to get into the groove, trying to figure out what his position is in the Liverpool team. And Trevor Morton is a 19-year-old who hasn't really started a, an EPL game yet. So, and then at the back, we have Matip and Kanata who have, who have well, Matip has no pace. Kanate has pace-ish, but certainly he's not as fast as Son. He's not catching Son on the break, right? 
Yeah, and yeah, still um, a little bit uh, green, so he's still not quite um, apt at knowing how to read those through balls. I don't know. So let me ask you this: Do you think? I'm not saying we would have won, but do you think we would have looked different, or we would have been better against the through ball if Gomez had played instead of Konate? Yeah, and I think I said that the last time. I. I'm surprised that we did. We haven't been playing Gomez in the absence of Van Dyke simply for his pace. Yeah, it's true. I mean, so here's the thing that I would say, and again, lots of people have commented on the the fouls and the penalty shots. So no point spending time in that. This is all about the strategy, which is if you don't have guys with that lightning speed, you know, when we had Gomez and Van Dyke. Play that high line, no problem, because you're going to catch anybody on the break. You know, they fine, they get a through ball, but you're going to catch up to them. But Matip and Konate, Matip has no pace, and Konate seems to need two or three steps to build to pace, where I felt like Gomez and Van Dyke got to pace more quickly. So I, I don't know. I mean, either play Gomez or move your line back. And I, I honestly thought it was just a poor strategy. Well, I mean, it's, it sounds like we're having a conversation from last season all over again, right? Does he yeah. change the tactic for a few games or does he just stick with what the team knows, knowing that he'll be getting Van Dyke back soon? Soon enough, anyway. Um, I don't know. But then the other thing, too, is... Honestly, um, you, you, you made a comment earlier about Man City having all the players and everything else. I don't think it's that. I think they're just a better coach team, right? So whoever... No, but I mean, they wouldn't have to put on Tyler Morton and they wouldn't have to start James Milner. No, but, but my, my point is even if they did, they would still play the exact same way. How many times right. have, they, have they played with Fernandinho, who I think is older? I think he's older than James 37, Miller. I think. Yeah. And then they'll just find some random kid and plug him in and the engine keeps moving, right? With us, we we don't quite have that. And that's the issue. Sorry, I, I made a mistake. He's oh, he's only 36. He'll okay. be 37 in a few months. Um, yeah, I, I agree. Um, I think that we're, you know, to some degree, we do rely on the talents of our players where I feel like Man City relies on nobody's talent. Um, and, and I guess that's just the difference in, in the game, but like, I look at it and I say, so, you know, just looking at our bench, forget even the starters, forget what happened in the game. Gomez, Samikas, Neko Williams, Minamino, Ox, and Firmino. Okay, fine. Kelleher, he's the backup in net. We had Cade Gordon, which I mean, you don't really want that kid to be playing against Tottenham for his game. And then... I'll be honest, I don't know who this is. Jarnell Quenza. Okay, yeah, he's an under-18. Like, that's where I'm sitting here, and I'm like, okay, say one of the midfielders got injured. I guess we bring in Firmino? Like, well, like the, the real question to ask is, why is there a midfielder on the bench that you don't trust? Why is Ox still at Liverpool if you don't trust him for a game like this? Right? That's well, I think question. it was clear he wasn't trusted. Yeah, exactly. And, and and that's the thing. It's a coaching thing. If you don't trust Ox, then sell him and then bring in somebody you trust. If you trust him, play him in a game like this. 
Well, but let's be honest. So you look at the bench. Kelleher is trusted. This Jarrell is not. Gomez trusted. Samika's trusted. And Firmino trusted. But you've got Jarrell, Neko Williams, Minamino, and Ox, and Gordon. You've got five guys on your bench that if Klopp told us he trusted them, he'd be lying. Five guys on your bench. I just, yeah. I don't know how you win like that. Well, I mean, it's it's it's, it's a strange time, right? I, I heard that Chelsea only had six substitutes on their bench, right? Instead of the, yeah. the full nine. So... Yeah, it is. It is what it is. Um, besides COVID, players are also getting sick, which is normal for this kind of the year. And I don't know where Tiago is. I don't know what happened, what happened to him. Yeah, I actually, I actually didn't hear about him either. That I, was I, weird. I, I really feel for Curtis Jones. I mean, he can't catch a break this season. First of all, he had oh. a concussion in a friendly, missed a few games. Then um, he got poked in the eye. Then he had some, well, before they had some type of muscle injury, and now he has COVID, right? So I don't know when he gets a chance to play. Well, you forgot that Elliot caught fire for a bit there and displaced him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and it's not that I think Elliot would have, if Elliot hadn't been injured, I don't think he would still be playing now as often as he was. I think he caught fire and, and Klopp was going to ride him. But I think he would have, you know, it would have dipped a bit and then Klopp would have sat him on the bench and worked him in as he should. But I think it was just in that moment. Right. So, uh, I don't know. I mean, it's a, it's a, it wasn't, it wasn't the funnest game to watch. I know a lot of people were saying it was a fun game of football. I, I didn't think so. I was just super frustrated by the calls. I was super frustrated by the team. I mean, when you're, when you have a bench of, you know, one team's sporting a bench of six players, another team's sporting, let's be honest, our bench was really only three guys. Maybe Kelleher, four guys. You know, uh, doesn't really make sense to go ahead with it. I mean, let's let's uh, play the the game and say, you know, what uh, what are you thinking for man of the match? Um, I know, right? Hmm. Jota, I suppose. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, too much that he did wrong. I mean, so going back to a conversation we had last game, yeah, a couple of games ago, you were saying how we need to show a little bit more nous as attackers and kind of look for penalties. So the Oof. one where Jota should have got a penalty, should he have just found a way to shoot that ball? In hindsight, I think he, you know what, and I know the ref said he he stopped. But if you actually look at his feet, he's pulling back his kicking foot. So I think he expected the contact a bit earlier, didn't get it. So he started to go for the shot and that's when he got taken down. But I mean, my honest opinion is when the ref was like, he was looking for the contact. So are you telling me that when a guy is like, you know, has his back to the opponent and is looking to get bailed out, you don't call that? Like you call that every time. So uh, that was stupid, but. I don't know. The right play is to go for the penalty shot there. His angle was tight and the penalty shot is much more of a sure thing. He protected the ball perfectly and it was a clear as day penalty shot. I, I just, I don't know. It's, it's, it was very odd. And, and I thought he did exactly the right thing and the referee got paid off. So I don't know what to say. Like, it's no, super no. weird. Paul, Paul he's just a bad referee. Um, he, he shows no bias. He's just a bad referee. 
So I like I like how Klopp put it. He had three big calls today. He got one of them right, and all three went against us. So I mean, I'm I'm not actually saying he's biased, but he's terrible. Yeah, he really is. And you know what the thing is? I'm actually not. I don't have a problem with him sending Robbo off. It's just how how Kane was still on. But again, Kane's a dirty player, and nobody calls him that because he's captain of the English team and they play in England. So I mean, I think I think if Kane does that foul after the Robertson red card, obviously on on another player because Robertson is no longer there to foul. But if that happens afterwards, he gets sent off. <sighs> You know, my, my and, whole... Th- I'm, I'm not saying it's because it's, it's an early foul, so it'll let them play or anything like that. It's just simply, by the time he sent off Robertson rightly, um, the precedent had been set, right? And you can't really say the precedent was set because they didn't send Kane off. So, okay, yeah, Robertson hacks this guy, so we'll just give him a yellow because we didn't send off Kane. No, that was a red. That was a stupid foul, and Robertson deserves that. I, honestly, sometimes I think he gets away with things he shouldn't be so i'm kind of happy that he got that red he he does actually lose his temper sometimes yeah and you can tell yeah and you can tell immediately he knows it he he kind of gets red faced immediately after he makes a mistake so yeah i'm more than happy to see costas come back in i mean in all honesty so i'll my man at the match you went with jota i'll give you allison i actually even though he screwed up on the second goal he made outstanding saves that kept us in the game and kept it a, a tie. So if he saves three goals and lets in one, okay, I'll take it. So I know people are low on him, but I thought he had a great game. But as a last thought, let me ask you this. Um, obviously, not happy that you know Robbo went off. But are you a little bit happy that Simikas now has to play three straight games? Um. No, I'm I'm actually not because Robson has been playing better. Oh, you're right. Even with the fact that he scored today, the assist today, and also there's no telling where Costas will be at, are you know, over these next three games with what's going on, right? It's true. So it's kind of that unknown, but um, yeah, but I am I am happy that Robson got caught for that because hopefully he'll learn to just calm down. Speaking of Robertson's goal, the one last thing that I actually forgot to mention is, am I the only one who thinks that, I don't remember who, which defender it was, but the defender that kicked Robbo in the face and drew blood. Mm-hmm. Am I insane? Is that not ascending off? Mm. Well, especially Literally, because, when you draw blood. Scored, especially because we, caught, we, we scored no, right? But also, Robertson... He was brave by doing that, but he asked for it. I mean, if, if you're going to stoop that low in an in an empty net, knowing defenders around you, you better be expecting to get hit in the face. So it wasn't like the guy didn't see him coming. The guy came from behind him and saw his head that low and put his boot into the face. But I, and, and here's my one, I actually don't know this. I don't agree with it, but maybe it is the rule. So I'll ask you. If a team scores and there was a clear infraction seconds before the goal is that not supposed to be given the infraction yeah and the goal yeah it's usually i've never seen that happen like i'm i'm thinking the one in the, what was it the last game where mane got taken down from behind on what was a clear red card 
No. But then the goalie parried it out and Salah put it in. No, because you're playing advantage. Uh, yes, but if you recall, I mean, if during, a... during an advantage, you can, after the advantage is played, when the ball is stopped, the ref does come and give a yellow. That actually happened in the game. If it's a yellow, you, you know, but not for a red, right? Not for a red because you're last man or or something like that. But, but, but yeah, if it's a yellow. Or you sure. kick a dude in the face. But he didn't really. He didn't really. He, uh, he drew blood. No, yeah, he, he made contact, but Robinson was asking for it and he was brave, you know, to do that. I, I have no problem with that at all. Yeah, I mean, I guess... I don't know what to think of Robbo. Um, um, you're right. He was doing better. I am actually not happy to see him go. Maybe this will kind of straighten him up a little bit. Um, anyway, overall, I mean, it is what it is. Who knows when the next game will be, if if things get better, if things get worse. Uh, but the next one is... Uh, Leeds. Leeds. Yeah. So uh, hopefully we get some of the team back by then and we can uh, get back to winning ways. For more stories, analysis, and articles, go to the forensicop.com website.